0: Welcome to episode 6 of the Let's Talk Referrals podcast. My name is Steve Black. And today I'm going to be talking about creating a community of raving fans. Every business should have a place where your customers and prospects can engage with you. The more digital we become, the more customers expect to have even more interaction with the businesses they love. Think about that two-way communication as an opportunity to expand. By understanding what your customers want and what you have that helps them. This communication can build lasting relationships and a loyal customer base. People need to feel that they're part of the businesses they follow, the companies they follow. If you have great products and you provide great product service how do you turn your audience into a vibrant engaged community that talks about you with everyone they know, spreading that word-of-mouth marketing and recommending your business. Let's start with your core values. We're much more likely to buy from people that we feel share our core beliefs. Your values are what you stand for, they're at the core of your business and thus affect everything you do. If you haven't already identified your core values, ask yourself, why do I do what I do? What was the original impetus that pushed you to start your business in the first place? What are its goals? How does does it want to remake the world? Um, What problems does it solve for your customers? What benefits will they get? Once you've clearly identified these values behind your company you need to communicate them loud and clear at every touch point you have with your customers. You can start by writing a statement that sums up your core values in one sentence. You can use this in your marketing materials, your advertising campaigns, your on social media and it should stress your motivation and what makes your company unique, what makes you unique. BNI has a very clear set of core values, and as uh, most of you probably know, I uh, own three BNI regions in the Texas area. And these core values, it's why I wanted to be a part of the organization, it's why I wanted to be a part of BNI, even back in 2008 when I joined as a member. The first, the main one, is give us game. It really exemplifies why we do what we do, to help others achieve success. And over time, the core values have been expanded to seven. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, most people, most even BNI members probably don't know all seven of our core, core values. Obviously the first gives gain I've already mentioned, the, re, the additional six are positive attitude, lifelong learning, building relationships, traditions plus innovations, recognition and accountability. Now I'm not sure, pick a number, it doesn't matter. Those seven core values is a lot to remember. But if you ask any member in BNI what the core philosophy of BNI is, each of them will know its givers game. You need to make sure that everyone associated with your company knows your core values and employs strategies to communicate them. By keeping your values in mind and communicating them wherever possible, you'll attract and keep the right people who share the same values as you. Then you need to take some time to get to know your audience personally I know you can't do this with absolutely every customer you have depending on the size of your organization but you need to get to know them as much as you can and this will help you discover which of your values connects best with them and you'll also learn how to best communicate your values to your audience what do your values look like in your everyday activities business or personal think about how you could show your potential customers your referral sources, your core values. Look at all of your communications and touch points to make sure nothing contradicts these values. If you've got a, um, a key core value, you could literally add that sentence to the bottom of your um, signature in email or in your letterhead. So what are your core values? What What do you hold dear that's really important to you and why you started your business? Now, your business tribe, your raving fans, your community, isn't something you set up and then run on autopilot. Wouldn't that be nice, right? You set it up, off you go. You need to be present because your enthusiasm and personal touch is a major part of what makes it a real community. Passion is infectious and your members will catch it from you. This is how you inspire them and your helpful presence, your participation gives them a personal connection to the community, to you. And again, I want to repeat it, get to know your community members personally. Don't see them just as numbers. Welcome each new member when they join and see what kind of personal connection you can make with them. Interact with your most active members and pay attention to the types of comments they share. And when you know your members, you can offer them um, specific content or information you think that they will benefit from. And if your community is getting too big to do that effectively... You can get others within your organization or network to help. Don't be afraid to share purely personal content. If you run an online forum for your brand, um, you can bond over hobbies and interests that aren't strictly connected to your business niche. Niche. You might have a category in a forum called, um, just for fun, completely unrelated to business. Now, when you interact with your audience, you can talk about your passions, talk about your inspirations, talk about your goals. What is something you're excited about right now that you want to share? Make this a topic for your blog or a post on social media. Focus on topics you can talk all day about, and your enthusiasm will spread to the other members. Encourage them to do the same. Your community really needs to be about your audience, not you you can highlight their achievements share their stories focus on their problems and issues you'll find they'll be more invested in that community since it focuses on them everybody likes to think about their struggles or opportunities or um, successes right and it's nice to hear what other people are doing but sometimes you know we need to know that people are thinking of us right so think about how you want your community to engage with you and you engage with them. It's not something you can just ad hoc go out there and hope you wing it to success. Your community isn't just a group of people gathered together in the same place. They need to be actively engaged with and engage with you, your company and with each other and it's your job to help them get interacting in this way. Especially when you're getting started, you'll need to start discussions, you'll bring up a topic and ask for opinions, um, pose a question, see how people answer it. Bring a, a common problem and one solution you found and then ask everyone else to pitch in any tips that you had that have worked for them. You'll find the, the conversation starter and hopefully once you get the ball rolling, others will start those conversations as well. Um, Just one thing I've, I've noticed, it's very difficult to change a community that's been around a while that hasn't been run that way. So at some point you may have to decide, look I need to start this again if you've already tried in the past and it hasn't worked for you. Identify among your members a few who are particularly active or influential and get their help. These are really your raving fans, your number one fans and they'll help you get other people involved. Um, you could maybe give them extra bonuses or exclusive content ask them to take the lead in projects, ask them for feedback and the easiest way to reward them is with recognition. Everybody loves recognition even if you're unable to do anything else. You could also give your community things to do you could you know, choose or create content that has an activity attached to it. You can have them vote on their favorite content or product, write reviews, fill out surveys um, create content of their own which you can then post on your platform get them to do video reviews of your products your services and it's a great way also to get testimonials and understand more about how they use your products or services and what their biggest challenges are they joined your community because they're focused on some goal related to your business or someone invited them because of common interest or core value and you keep them rallied behind this common cause or value, you can focus on change for your members and the change that they want to make in their lives or the goals, that they, goals they want to achieve. And it should be fun, right? Um, nobody joins something that isn't fun. Even when it's business related, if you're not having fun as well as doing business, you don't want to be there. And it should be a place that everybody wants to be. Where they can feel relaxed, enjoy themselves, but also help each other grow and help each other be successful. How many of you have joined um, a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group, thinking that's a good fit for my business? Just to find the content wasn't what you're expecting, or there's nothing going on. It, it happened to me just a few weeks ago. I thought this, you know, big uh, group on LinkedIn. I thought this is looks like a good place to connect, um, and. The post and the content was completely different to what I expected before I joined the organization or joined the group. How do you feel about that when it happens? I, I literally spent, I think I left the group within 24 hours because it just didn't fit with my personality, my style, my values. Now wh- while we're on the topic of platforms, I've just mentioned LinkedIn, your community will need. Um, some online venue where the bulk of interactions take place um, you, could, you could literally build it into a website you could put it on your blog or it could be a forum or a social media group it's going to be your community's home on the web it's the one place everyone knows where to go. Obviously there are free and paid options for creating this online space you could use a free platform at no charge um, you know Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, the two main ones I think where groups work very well, but you have to abide by whatever rules and limitations that platform has. Another option is to set up um, a networking um, a network or a community with something like Mighty networks um, which gives you control over the content and what you do. It's, it's kind of not like a social media platform. it's where one you organize your community and you have total control and all the features available to you, Um, but I think when you think about where people gather and making it easy for them to gather, the social media is a great place to host your community because it's likely that most of your potential members are already there. For example, if you create a Facebook group, it's incredibly easy for anyone with a Facebook account to sign up without having to create a new profile or login credentials or passwords right whatever platform you choose you need to make it as easy as possible to sign up and this is the one main factor that I think will help people join your community if it's too complicated a lot of people will say yeah, it's probably not worth the effort and your raving fans will do it but everybody else that you want to be a part of it you'll be you'll be stuck with just your raving fans and you want to spread out to build a bigger community. So whenever I'm asked for my contact information, um, whether it's for a report, a guide or to create or belong to a community, I have to think, do I want what they are offering badly enough that I'm willing to give what they're asking for? I've visited sites, I've downloaded reports and guides where all they wanted was an email address and sometimes a name or just a first name. And I'm willing to do that with someone I don't know, however, if I'm unsure, but still want the report, I've set up a separate Gmail account that I can use to see how much trouble it's going to be first. I hate to say the word trouble, but you know, there are some out there that they've got your email and suddenly it becomes a two or three emails a day kind of thing and you burn out very quickly. I want to sometimes test that with a different email address than my main one. If I like it, I'll unsubscribe and then resubscribe with my main email address to keep it going. I've been to other sites where they wanted to know absolutely everything about me. The company name, my cell phone number, how many employees, revenue, etc, etc, etc. And if I don't know your company or business, how likely is it that I'm willing to give you that much information? The sign-up should be enough information to help you build your list, but simple enough that people are willing to divulge the information you're requesting and yes when they become customers you will need to gather more information but to start with you just need contact information right you just need a first name and an email in my mind now although you could choose one main place where everyone goes to interact with you you should also or could also connect with your community members across other platforms as well not everybody likes Facebook not everybody likes Twitter not everybody likes LinkedIn and let them know where they can find you interact with them everywhere they are online and if your group is based on your proprietary membership or forum, get them to join your email list. Follow you on social media if possible. Meet offline. And don't forget about your ideal referrals. These are the one, the, this is the one profile, the per, the person that you want the most as a referral. You want to consider carefully the tastes of your audience. If you're choosing social media. Look at sites your audience already uses or sites where you already have a following and consider how they'll access it, whether it's through a computer, a tablet or a smartphone. It's got to be easy and you really want these people to engage with you. To do that, you need to find out what they want. Find out what your audience wants and give them a place where they can engage in it. Remember that your community should be a two-way street and your personal touch, expertise or enthusiasm will go a long way to help to build that thriving community. The only thing left to do is figure out how to encourage your community to engage with you and everyone else there. It will be slow to start but in order to maintain a strong community you need to make it a great place to be. You need to do this by offering unique value to members. Now I'm not talking about, there's a difference here, um, and I maybe I should have talked about this a little bit earlier. We're not talking about Facebook pages. Businesses, we're talking about groups, we're talking about places where it's membership of your group that you, your community, right? Anybody that visits your page will visit your page, but you want people that are going to join or become part of your community. So, to build your strong community, you can do it several ways. You could uh, maybe offer exclusive high value content, um, high value is um, something that maybe a material that can tackle problems, issues or questions that your audience faces and actually offers a solution. Your audience receives the greatest value when they're able to consume something um, and take the action that you lay out for them and quickly see results. And it shouldn't be promotional, it shouldn't be a way to sell something. Think Think of it this way, if you're educating people and not selling to them an exclusive means this material is not available anywhere else the exclusivity in itself offers a special value to those members. For example, you might maintain a few blogs and have an email list where you're publishing regular content, but for members of your membership site only, you offer better content. Uh, might be long-form materials such as free courses or ebooks, or it could be more specific content like articles that go in-depth in subtopic areas of interest for your audience. You should definitely create a place where all audience members can talk to each other not only to share opinions and get their questions answered, but also to take advantage of networking opportunities, because your community is your network. And although your purpose is not to sell, you're, you, you maybe could offer community members special deals on your products or services as a thank you for joining. Um, you should provide resources that only members can enjoy. These resources should include educational content um, where possible, since the real goal here is to educate your community. Teach them more about yourself and engage with them. And one of the ways to do that, and we'll think about doing this, is to offer unique opportunities like webinars, reports, and guides. I'm actually hosting a webinar um, next week, uh, February the eighth, on identifying ideal referrals. It's a great way for me to add to my community. Um, you can find out more about that at letstalkreferrals.com/ideal dash referrals or just go to the webinars I've got planned at let's talk referrals slash webinars. And finally ask for feedback. Always ask for feedback. I hope this has given you some ideas on how to make your community a place that everyone wants to be. And when your customers, your referral partners, your referrals, potential customers or anyone else sees the value you're offering in your community, the chances are they'll want to be a part of it you know they want to be want to be engaged in it and the bonus your business will increase you will get more referrals you get more recommendations you will get that word-of-mouth marketing going the referral marketing going and you'll have a more successful business good luck with creating your community you can connect with me online on my blog at letstalkreferrals.com slash blog also follow me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Let's Talk Referrals and subscribe to my YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash at let Talk This podcast can be found on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and our hosting platform Anchor.fm. A full list of platforms that host this podcast can be found on Anchor.fm slash Let's Talk Referrals. Thanks for following my podcast, Let's Talk Referrals. I'm making referrals a reality for small businesses and entrepreneurs just like you. This is Steve Blackingham. Let's talk.